Momentum is a funny thing. The Bruins are 5-0-2, going to California, riding a hot streak of momentum. They come out of California 0-3. What happened? We don't know. We're going to talk about all that right now and more. Boys of Beantown coming at you. Broadcasting from the heart of Boston, this is the Boys of Beantown, your source for weekly Bruins news, analysis, and updates. Austin, California is slowly becoming the new Florida road trip for me. That was ugly. It was horrible. That was an ugly week of hockey for the Boston Bruins. This is the worst thing that could have happened. It was the worst timing, worst A total momentum killer. Yeah. Just absolutely destroyed Confidence boost gone. It's ridiculous. Confidence killer. It was was deadly. The California confidence killer. That's a good name for the The road trip. The CCC. We're going to call it CCC. Welcome to the boys of Beantown. Another week, another podcast. As always, I'm Joshua Powers. I'm Austin Bumpus. And welcome in. We're going to talk just the massive horror. Can I have a disclaimer real quick? Yes, you can. I don't think killer is really spelled with a C. That was just me being silly. I know, but still. It was still ugly. It It was was still bad to watch. It was The worst. It was just... You know, the Bruins are 5-0 until they send the intro. They're, they're going into California. They're riding a hot street. They're playing great hockey. And then this happens. And we talked about last week after the San Jose game how we could have won it, yada, yada, yada. And now we go in Anaheim and we lose 4 nothing. And uh, not to be that dude and talk again, not to be that dude, but um, uh, my prediction for the month is slowly becoming true as far as the record. I, at the beginning, I was I think I said like 8 and how many games are there? 3, 7, 10. 14 i think i said like you had eight wins i think i said eight and six yeah and it was looking like i was going to be completely wrong as the beginning of the month rolled along and they were all close games and i'm like all right i'm gonna eat my words these last three games on this california road trip are slowly proving me right and that's not okay i'm half happy about it half upset that we even have to talk about this well let's look into him again kessler lindholm and rakeel all score for anaheim four nothing was the final Gustafson gets the loss, 22 out of 26 save. That's an 846 save percentage. That's bad. It was. I mean, if you look on the other side with Anderson and goal for the Ducks, that game, Shit. it couldn't have gone any worse. I mean, 38 shots for the Bruins. How? What else can you like ask for? I mean, granted, I know some of them, like we always talk about, you need some good quality shots in there. It's not just throwing them on net, but... 38 shots, and not one of them found the back of the net. Nope, you're right. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you're putting shots in the net, but they have to do quality shots. We outshot them by a ton, but it wasn't enough. Face-offs, we weren't good enough. We were 47%, 22 of 47. That's not good. You know, that's not what we want to see coming into a road game when you're in California of all places. We were out-hit 33-29. It was like, it was one of those things... And also, Bolesky gets hit by a high stick. He goes down the tunnel. And at that point, I remember I texted you and I was like, see, this is why you keep Vetrano for more than one game. As soon as you texted me that, I was ready for a rant on this podcast. I knew you had that long rant last week, and I was like, oh, maybe he's overreacting. Like, oh, he's just thinking for the worst, and the worst happened. And the worst happened. He right got a high away. stick. He goes right down the tunnel. It was so bad. It looked horrible. I don't know if you Thank, saw pictures it was bad. after. Yeah, it was Thank God he came back. But this is why you keep Vetrano up there for more than one game. You're 3,000 miles from home. But no, God forbid with the Bruins management, we don't do that. Ugly, ugly loss in Anaheim. I don't even want to talk about it anymore just because nothing else to talk about. The next night in Los Angeles, 2-1 loss. Randall scores for the Bruins, but Pearson and Martinez connect for the Los Angeles Kings. Tuca stops 18-20 for a 900 save percentage. Jonathan Quick is just too good. He can't beat him. 
that and also I don't think I mean that was kind of the Tuca that we always talk about it's just hit or miss and that was just a hit or a miss game 20 shots on goal two of those going in that's one of those games you need Tuca just on point especially against the tough Kings team I mean look at their record 42 or 44 24 and 5 I mean they're on fire right now you need yeah. to be they especially the spot. yeah especially this late in the season you need all the momentum you can get you need all the confidence you can get and they're back to playing Tough teams, I mean, it, it was weird. Like, they used to play all these tough teams really well in the bad te- Like, we always talked about it. But it seems like they're just poor against whoever they're playing now. They lost yeah. anything they had, any kind of mojo they had from the beginning of the month. And we were talking about, oh, like, they're in the race for the two seed. They're, like, becoming one of those tough Bruins teams. And it just seems like we've kind of, like... Reversed the course. Yeah, we regressed back to... October, where we're talking, does this team even make the playoff? We were talking before yeah. the Bruins put playoff tickets on sale. And it's a jinx. You don't that, put playoff tickets on sale. You don't announce that nine games up in the year, you're putting playoff tickets on sale. Not, I mean, again, we kind of jinxed it ourselves, talking about, oh, playoff edition of the Boys of Town. Oh, we're going to make this, like, 40-minute special, and Patrice Bergeron's going to be on as, like, a spot. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but, like, it's... That uh, was more fun. Bruins are literally putting tickets out there for a game that might not happen. I did say a couple months ago this team might not make the playoffs, and like at uh, last week I was like, "Oh, this team might make it as a two seed." They're the six seed, six six seed right now with nine games left in the season. Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, I will say Julian had comments after the LA game saying he liked the way his team responded after going down two to one. Which you look at the stat lines from the game, we outshot LA twenty eight to twenty, we outhit him forty five twenty nine, and we were thirty one for fifty. That's a sixty two percent of the faceoffs. We played decent. But like he said, I mean, if you look at this quote, you can like your team's performance in the second and third, but we're going home empty-handed. You That's are. the biggest thing. You like, are still flying home you with get a little, zero points. A little participation ribbon, la-di-da, like it looks good in the end, but these wins, and like we talked about, these wins are even taking these games overtime or the difference between... At this point, it's getting between like a three seed and a seven seed. It's if not you think good. About it, it's all one. I mean, except for the Capitals, who are the we're not even thinking about Washington right now. But Cl- I mean, pledged a one seed in March. I mean, and you know, LA gets a playoff berth with their win over us, and it's one of those things where you're coming home no points out of six possible points. You didn't get a single one. I mean, come on, and you flew three thousand miles. It's not all for sunny beaches and nice hotels out there, folks. Especially after the strong start to March that they had. I mean, you looked at... I mean, you went to Florida and kicked butt. They, it looked like they were going to get no... If it, if anything, it looked like they weren't going to get points at the beginning of the month, and they could have made up points here. It's just, like, it's the wrong thing that you want. You want... It's a, not good. If anything, You just need to keep improving. I would have I would have been fine if, let's say that San Jose game goes to overtime. Let's say, and the Kings game. Two Something po- you get two, two points. points. There. Yeah, you're not going like Claude Julian said. You're not going home empty-handed. But those are the games that you need to keep close, and those are the types of things in a playoff situation where teams are really brawling just for like these close last goals or whatever. That's going to come back and haunt you. You're going to have yeah. these games in the back of your head, and it's if just going to be if a you tough. Don't, if you don't make playoffs, or you make playoffs as a six or a seven seed, this road trip is what comes back to haunt you. Exactly, because exactly. you killed all momentum. You and had. you look at, I think it was. It actually might have been the year, I think it was the year they made it against the Blackhawks. It was the year they came back, or they played the Blackhawks in the finals. They came back against Toronto, and it was that last week, it was literally the last three games. I think they ended against Buffalo, and I think they lost all three of those. They had the potential to be, I think, a two seed or a one seed, and they ended up getting like a four or a five. 
and everyone thought, especially when they were down in that Toronto game, they're like, these last couple games are going to be what kills this team. And I mean, it just seems like one of those, I mean, obviously playoffs, completely different story. Teams turn around, they could go on this massive win streak like the Bruins did in what you would like 2013. Yeah, you would hope. But at the same time, if it doesn't happen, this is the type of week you look back at and say, this was the difference between the Bruins being a two seed and it literally was a two two seed and a six seed. That's how big of a gap. Yeah. And that changes. I mean, granted, the Eastern Conference is completely, I'd say, all equal except for the Capitals. I mean, I mean if you look at it points-wise, they're literally equal. But there's all very close teams, and, like, it's just who who is on fire at the right point. And I guess in a series it could be completely different. But it's, it's, it's just tough. It's tough. That's not what you want to see, especially with nine games left. You just can't kill your momentum this late in the year, and that's what they did. And, you know, I mean, one positive point, Kelly started skating with them when they were on the road in California. You know, broken femur, the guy's already skating. My lord, he's a warrior. But I can't even skate normally. I know, he's already better than you are, and he has a broken femur. I mean, he probably still was better right when he got hurt, just to say. I mean, yes. I'm, I'm horrible. You stink. I don't know how to... I, wow, wow. Way to get aggressive with it. I'm going to be aggressive. You stink. How? Yeah. Do I... No, okay, I thought you meant, like, stink, like... B.O. I was like, I put on deodorant. I'm not going to go there. Oh, We're going to avoid that. Bruins did come home, though. They get some practice in Wilmington beforehand to New York tonight to play the Rangers. They did call up Vetrano. They called up Jeremy Smith due to Tuka Rask not feeling well. It does look like Tuka Rask will get the start in New York tonight in Madison Square Garden. Thank God. Hopefully he has a good game. But obviously it's always nice to see Jeremy Smith get some work on the practice squad. Vetrano did travel to New York with the team. Smith went back to Providence. And a big game coming up Thursday against Florida. Oh my god. I mean, this is one of those big things that complete confidence boost could come from this big win. I mean, you look at it. It's the one home game in, what, the next two weeks? Regardless of what happens tonight in New York, you need to win tomorrow night against Florida. You cannot not win that game and expect to become a playoff team. The big thing to me is that you're going back, regardless of what happens against the Rangers, you go back from California, like in this road trip, you're going back home for one one day against a tough team like Florida. If you can get that win, the last you got two two road games after that, I think four or four. Yeah, you got a couple road games, and then the last three games of the year. Not not the like oh this little road trip oh this little stretch. The regular season are all at home. Huge implications. It's like that week I was talking about in 2013 with like the Buffalo game that they lost, and everyone's like, this Bruins team sucks. But it's just a huge momentum boost. If they can pull out a win there, they could potentially reverse course and just go on a tear and actually consider themselves a top, I'd say, three or four seed. Maybe. But looking at the road ahead, though, playing New York Rangers tonight, 8 p.m. on uh, NBC Sports Network, tomorrow night at home against Florida. Saturday on the road against Toronto, Tuesday on the road against New Jersey, Friday night travel to St. Louis to play the Blues, then Chicago on Sunday, that's an ugly game, and return home for Carolina, Detroit, and Ottawa to finish the year, hopefully before making a playoff run. We don't, we can't even guarantee that because of the jinx of the Bruins are, sending out the progress reports and the t- uh, ticket sales. You never do that. I don't know why they did it, but they did it. I mean, we're being very hypocritical. That's all I want to say. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good at all. And it's a tough road coming up ahead. Florida's a tough team. They can play well. They can potentially beat you as a as a hockey club. You know, Toronto, tough team. New Jersey, tough team. I mean, not that especially, tough, actually. Especially New Jersey, on, 
the only thing, I mean, yeah, not a wicked tough team or anything. But you're on like the that. road. You're on the road, and after a California road trip like that, that we just went through, where you lose all three games, and it's just, you're coming back with all, like, this team was so good on the road a couple weeks ago. I mean, they came back on this big homestand, I guess that you could call it, but it's just not what you want to see, and this road trip could kill literally everything. And that's where teams like Toronto or New Jersey can bounce back against you and come back to haunt you. Well, looking at some updates in the news from the Bruins, the Bruins will honor Claude Julien tomorrow night against Florida when they do a pregame ceremony as he becomes the winningest head coach in Bruins history. That's always really, really nice to see. And on uh, Wednesday, March 30th, the Bruins will hold a cuts for the cause. 24 players are participating. They're all going to shave their heads. I, w- I want to say I would kill to be a part of that. Oh, I would, too. That would be so... I was thinking about I it. I think like, we should do much? a Boys of Beantown podcast live from the Cuts for a Cause. I don't know if we'd be allowed to do that, but I will say I would love to pay some money to cut Patrice Bergeron's hair. I would, too. Just to say I did it. I it, would pay any money to cut Patrice Bergeron's hair. I don't think that's true. No, I I'd pay you. money to keep it. Okay, that's, that's, tr- but that's, still. that's even weirder. How much money would you pay, realistically? To, to cut Patrice Bergeron's hair? I don't know what the donations are at right now. I don't know what, like, realistically it is. And $750. Really? Yeah. If I had the money to spend and it was available, I'd pay $750. Bucks if, you, c- if you found 750 bucks tomorrow, like, on the ground somewhere, just like in I a would, bag, I would go to you're going to turn around house. and... Just drop it on Patrice Bergeron's. I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know what the donations are. One, it all goes to charity. So, yeah, I'm not going to be a jerk. (laughs) Two, it's Patrice Bergeron. I would get a chance to be with him for half an hour and cut his head. I have to touch him. That was weird again. Okay, but still. And the biggest thing to me is just, like I said, don't know the donations. It could be more than that. People could be dropping like $1,000 on this. Well, then that's great. I'd probably spend more if I had the cash. But I'm poor. I'm a college student. Exactly. I don't have money. College student, I mean. I don't have money. I'm too stingy to spend, what was it, 25 bucks on some Bruins. I don't have money. I'm not dropping 750 bucks to cut Patrice Bergeron's hand. I would get close. Let's (laughs) take a look at the road ahead for this week coming up. Rangers tonight, Florida tomorrow, t- uh, Toronto on Saturday, and Tuesday night in New Jersey. That's a lot of games to cover. Four next games week. next week we'll have to cover. That's gonna be a I long really podcast. hope we're talking 4 0. I realistically don't think, especially with these, it's three road games. I, I do think we win, or the Bruins win that Florida game. I'd say 2 and 2 out of the next four games. I don't know. I'm not going to like pinpoint which ones are losses, which ones are wins, but it's just one of those weird kind of stretches. I think two I don't and got two a good feeling. And also, if I do the math here, this is me just being really bad with math. I think it would be seven and seven if they go two and two, which I'd be very close with my prediction. If I'm, I'm okay with them going one and three if it means I just pinpointed the month. But I don't, what do you, what do you think here? Uh, I think New York's a loss. I think Florida is a win. Toronto. Uh, Toronto's a win and New Jersey's a win. You think three and one? I think three and one. I don't think we beat the Rangers tonight. They're too good, but I think we have a chance to beat Florida because you're at home. You know, I think you, you if you a- win any of those, I think the Toronto game would actually be a loss. If I had to pick which one, I, the Rangers I think are a loss, but the Toronto game I think of the other two would be the other loss. If I had to pinpoint it, well, I, I'd well, rather just say two and two and just hope it happens. But we'll have to wait and see. I still say three and one. I think that that's what you're going to get at, you know. But we'll see where we're at next week. 
Yeah. With a big addition to the boys of Beantown. A big addition. Looking at your points leaders for the Bruins, there's one last thought here. Bergeron leads the team with 61 points. Marshan Erickson and David Krejci all tied for second with 54 points each. That's still really nice. Brad Marshan leads your team right now. I'm sorry, Krejci leads the team in assists. Marshan leads the team in goals, 34 goals and 39 assists for Krejci on that one. I don't know. I, that's all the news I got, Austin. It's a quiet week of hockey. Just a lot of losses. And, yeah, as much as we hate to talk about it, that it, well, it really was a quiet week. I think it's because March Madness rolled around. Everyone's just so focused on basketball. I mean, I was focused on college wrestling. Shout out there. And some D1 national <laughs> championships <laughs> on ESPN. How's, mean, your, how's your Michigan State uh, Spartans Don't want to talk March about Madness. it. Don't hey, you're offending Tory Krug when you say that too. I'm not offending anybody. I'm just asking how they did. They lost. I don't want to talk about Congratulations. it. Congratulations. Thanks. You guys complained you were the number two seed. Ha! Huh. They should Hey, okay, not to go on a little rant here on the boys of Utah. They should have been a one seed. No, they shouldn't have. They yes, proved, they they proved were, that with a loss no, to a fifteen no, no. seed. Because if you look at the fifteen seed, they blew it again. I forget who they were who Middle Tennessee was playing, but you could tell that was such a fluky win. And also, Oregon is not, I mean, granted, yeah, they went farther than Michigan State. Whoop-de-doo. But if Michigan State was in the same bracket that Oregon is in as the one seed, they're winning that bracket and probably making Final Four. I just, again, You I, proved by losing to a 15 seed no, we're not meant for the number one seed. I don't want to talk about it. We're anymore. not going to talk about March Madness in the boys of Beantown. I'm done with we're it. We're done, okay? All right. That's going to do it for us in the Boys of Beantown. If you have any topics you want to discuss, tweet us at Boys of Beantown or email us at boysofbeantown@gmail.com. And as always, you can find us on SoundCloud, YouTube, and iTunes. I'm Michigan State's number one fan. I'm upset. And he's upset. <laughs> Tune in next week for more Bruins news and updates.